welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, we're here again talking about Adventures in Odyssey as per usual. And uh, this episode we're talking about 328 Hard Losses. I need to swallow my gum. All better. Look at that. <laughs> Off to a great start here. Yep. <laughs> So th- this this is an episode written and directed and starring Phil Lawler, um, and uh, it it first aired August nineteenth of nineteen ninety five. How much is, money uh, do you think these guys are making? I have no idea at all. I feel like it's a like it's a it could be really any of them. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they made buku bucks off of like the Odyssey brand. Right. And, like, royalties and all that good stuff. Right. Well, exactly. It's like, I am, because, right, because they're in such a, there's no one else who does what they are doing. Yeah. In this way. So, it's really hard to figure out. The biggest out, threat like, to Odyssey the show has is, been the podcast industry. The, the show is nationally syndicated. It's run for years. Reruns air all the time. And these guys... Like, especially in the case of McCusker, have been there from day one. Yeah, I think the day one people have probably amassed quite a bit of income. Like, right, do they get residuals on everything? Uh, Like, how how does this work? I I genuinely want to know. Like, when when radio stations across the nation broadcast this, is that money in McCusker's bank account? I think it has to be. I don't know. I don't understand because... So they I, have their own of, streaming platform, so they're not selling right. it to anybody else. So they can't get money from that. You're saying, well, no, because they still it still airs on the radio. Yeah, no, I know. And there's album sales. Yeah, and it's through like, and they have the AIO Club. Yep. So they've got all of these different like, and even if you listen on like, you know, well, it's actually. Uh, breaking news, it's no longer witsend.org. It's now adventuresinodyssey.com, which is a bummer. Um, yeah. But that's so that's much like longer. just of this week. Um, and, you know, you'll find it at witsend.org. Like, all of that stuff yeah. is grossly yeah. outdated. Why did they switch right. it? I don't know. It just happened this week. They did also redesign the website, which, thank you so much. Oh, that I, website was. Can I take a brief bad. hiatus and look at this? Yeah, absolutely. Whoa, right? Yeah, and you they can, got sponsored by rec- Squarespace, bro. Like it, right? It, it looks good. Yeah. Um, no, I'm this really... is this is the way that this should have been for years. Right. Exactly. It 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 until it updated. I hadn't thought about the fact that the website had looked the same the entire time. I had visited it. Yeah. And when I had that realization, I was like, oh, oh, man, that is that is incredible. So, no, so yeah. I think it's, if you go I think to, of their uh, their view of their online presence, kind of like how my dad does work around the house where it's just like, well, I'll just do a ton of work once and then I won't have to touch it for like five years. And yeah, the quality is going to go down over time. And I probably could do some upkeep, but, like, until it gets quite bad and I think about it and I have the motivation to do it again, it's going to be a couple years. <laughs> like, and uh, I'm really hoping they yeah. do that with the OA Club 
because they, I, yeah, they, they, I know they I fixed was like... it a little bit, but the website is still really buggy. Yeah, and I, the app is yeah. slightly better now, but it still has problems. Like if you if you pause it for too long, it just drops off and you lose the uh, and you lose your place. Yep. And by too long, I mean like five minutes. Like yeah, it is sometimes a struggle taking notes if I'm doing it mobile. But but yeah, it is. Uh, it is. I don't know, an exciting development. And for the record, if you put in witsend.org, it will still redirect there, but... Um, Good. Well, that makes sense, though, because then they've got, like, they've got the Focus on the Family link, they got the Adventures and Odyssey, they got the Clubhouse, they got... Yep. What the heck is Clubhouse it? Junior. What? Is yeah. that just for, like, preschoolers? It must be, because Clubhouse is already fairly... Kids. Junior. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. Like, but but there's like Scholastic and Scholastic Junior and like that sort of thing. So so it I guess it or Scholastic and Scholastic Kids. I forget. But yeah, it is yeah. it is weird that there's two tiers. But yeah, it uh, it's yeah. Is, it's is there very, any uh, uh, notable notable cast members in this episode, Dylan? Oh, are we are we jumping back in now? Uh, um, I, well, I suppose we could. I mean, unless yeah. you have something to say for the good of the order. I hate you so much. Stop trying to make that a thing. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry. <laughs> um, so cast-wise, uh, our only like person that we haven't hit on in recent episodes is Corey Burton as Hank. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also obviously voicing Crying Brian Dern in this episode. Um, but but he's Hank as well. And I guess we could mention, um, for those who have forgotten, that uh, Phil Lawler voices Dale Jacobs. Yep. Um, because that was my comment off the top where I said he was also starring in this episode. But yeah. Um that's that's kind of it. Uh for for the greater context. Mm-hmm. This episode has one of the slimmest um note sections on uh the AIO wiki, which makes sense because yeah. there's not a lot here and also like the official guide doesn't even mention this like it's yeah it's kind of enough an episode well a lot it's also incredibly important yeah it's like it's it's a very uh, very important uh transition right exactly that is a hundred percent the case of like well we've got to keep moving the story along and we've yeah gotta gotta bring back some characters and whatnot I was thinking but, uh, about making a Last Jedi joke, but uh, I know you like that movie, so I do. I do kind of like that movie. Yeah, I, I think I me, need Chalk to rewatch. What? I said, tweet at me, Chalk Squad. Yeah, no, I I need to rewatch it now that I've seen the Rise of Skywalker because I think I'm gonna like it more. Yeah, I mean, the Rise of Skywalker is genuinely horrible. Um, it's it's so disappointing how bad it is. It's, you know, it for those of you who like it, cool. It's a roller coaster ride. I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. I watched it in the theater, and I wasn't like, you know, I didn't have a bad time. But I walked out and thought, you know what? I'm never gonna need to watch that again. Exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, the Last Jedi is is rewarding on on rewatches. I feel, um, it's got its problems, but it's also beautiful. So yeah, that definitely helps matters. Sucker that, for that, a well that, shot that, that, movie. That hit uh, that hit me a little bit there. <laughs> what hit you, Andrew? Uh, 
It's got its problems, but it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Well, fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to roll the promo now. Yeah, okay. I'm going to cry. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey, Tom Riley's political career is jeopardized by scandal, and his mayorship of Odyssey may soon be history. As evidence stacks up against Tom, his only hope is longtime rival Richard Maxwell. Can Richard be trusted, or is he working for someone else? Discover the truth on the next Adventure in Odyssey. That was a good promo. Yeah. That was, like, genuinely it, good. Yeah. Score it was does good. exactly what it needs to do, which we can't what say about most What the heck with the, the variance between these? Yeah, it's It'd be true. one thing if they were always I feel like, bad. I feel like Blackguard stuff has been pretty consistent, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is, it is always a trip. The deep cut information we really need is going to be regarding the promo. Like, yeah, I that's mean, that's the part of the canon that I don't know right. enough about. Yeah, if anyone has insider info on who voices the promos, who writes them, whether or not like those people, like whether or not it's parts of the Odyssey core team or like it's a separate marketing entity, all yeah. of that stuff, uh, we are very interested to know about. And through my research, I have not been able to dig out anything. So. Uh, if anyone's got got the inside track on that um i'm curious i kind of like the idea that it's like kind of the nick at night version where it's just like very off the wall <laughs> yeah I, I i i do appreciate that 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 yeah. part of the promos well, yeah and it's always interesting because like the the teasers that they do in the episodes always feel like Oh, that was clearly done by the team who made the episode? Yeah. The promos do not feel that way. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It feels like there's, like, there's a, there's a John Mulaney bit about the New York Post, which is, like, the New York Post, reading the New York Post is, like, hearing, overhearing a conversation of someone telling another person about what happened on the news. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that is how, that's how these feel as well. Not that they were, like, that they were not written by the people who wrote the episodes, but they were, like, someone, like, overheard the plot of the episode and, yeah. wrote, and wrote down what they thought that That meant. was going to be my hot take, was that they used the AIO wiki plot <laughs> to make the, <laughs> to make the, uh, to make the promos. But the thing is, the plot summaries are sometimes quite in-depth, so... That's true, especially for Blackguard stuff. Yeah, it there's there's definitely a variance on how much people have bothered to to do the plot stuff, but uh, right now it's in like the peak. Yeah, it's quite so, nice. Yeah, makes your job prepping a little bit easier. Uh, no, eh. I've yeah. I've found a good groove. If I listen nice. to it once and take notes, and then I listen to it again without taking notes, I, I end up knowing it pretty well. Good deal. I yeah. like it. Well done. A, a, a year and a half into doing that. No, more than that. And nope. you finally found your groove. Yeah, close close to two years. <laughs> yeah, eh, we still have a whole summer. Three months. Three months. Then it'll be, then it'll be two years.
Well, but we started then recording it will in be August. Two years. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't air until September. But I guess that's fair. We aired at like the end of September. But. Yeah. Anyways, um, so the episode starts off with uh, Tom talking mm-hmm. with his uh, his assistant Penny. Um, she's giving him a rundown of the day, and it's like you know six brunches and then a lunch and then three afternoon meetings. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and there's like a brunch at like eight a.m. To yes. which I'm like, wait a minute, what? And then they say. And then at, at 12 p.m., there's a... And I was like, is there going to be a brunch at 12? That cannot be a brunch. And then she does say lunch. And I'm like, yeah. oof. You and know, then Tom gives scandal the Scandal avoided. If I, uh, if I keep going to all these meetings, I'm going to lose my girlish figure, which I use that regularly. <laughs> that I, does sound like an Andrew line. What? I said that does sound like an Andrew line. Yeah, because I probably used it around you. I, like... Yeah. Like... At least once a month do I make That's that amazing. joke. And and it's uh It's all because it, it's, of this. It's a good way to uh to break the ice with people you don't know that you're not close with. Yeah. So like I, I I mostly used it at work. And um yeah, it's it's gone over pretty well. Also, uh hotter than Satan's gym shorts. That that one also works. Tends to tends to be a crowd crowd pleaser. That being said, this, right. this has I'm been Andrew's anecdotes. Yeah, yeah. If you want, if you want real advice on how to break the ice with with people, uh, don't Andrew go to me. <laughs> the ice will be broken, but so will probably other things. Advice with Andrew. Um, don't tempt me. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm happy to tempt you. It's not like you've got anything else going on. Um, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> and so uh yeah uh penny does not respond she just kind of doesn't respond to yeah. the girlish figure and then he's like that was a joke yeah um yeah and uh she mentions then that that dale that um, dale jacobs is already in tom's office mm-hmm. um and so he goes in and he said it's not about an article um and he proceeds to kind of quiz tom on the political contribute or contributions to his um political campaign yeah um and kind of what that looked like and yeah he, he's kind of like do, do you know everyone yeah. that contributed and tom's like well like kind of but like no there was a lot of people and you know that Bernard was also bernard's job yeah um and he's like well have you heard of the rbg foundation uh the no red blue green foundation I was going to say Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but, oh. uh, you know, teach his own. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, they were like, uh, politi- like they, they give money to political campaigns. And I'm like, yeah, Tom, no, duh. Uh-huh. Like, of course, th- yes, they are a place that gives money to political campaigns as evidenced by the fact that the- they gave money to your political campaign. Um <laughs> yeah and then and then he clarifies that they gave money to both him and to bart yep um so basically basically the situation is that dale got an anonymous tip off slid under his door saying to look into the the uh, rbg foundation as it relates to tom riley and 
so he comes in starts talking to him about it and he's like oh yeah i didn't know anything about this like i don't really know a lot of the people that um that donated to my campaign and then dale drops the bomb that the rbg foundation do they own edgebiter or they do own edgebiter yeah they own edgebiter i wasn't sure if it was that or they were owned by edgebiter um and uh and so basically that's a conflict of interest for tom because of everything that happened with this barn and um and dale's being a real champ here dale's like you know like i'm coming here like not as a reporter i'm just letting you know that yeah. we have this information and it doesn't yep. look good for you and tom's like well i don't you know i didn't know anything about this i i genuinely didn't know if i had known i wouldn't have taken the money and also they also contributed to bart and then he's yeah. like no no we checked the records and they did not yeah and they, so they tom is contribute. like getting pretty ramped up here yep but he just dale's a real good guy about it and it's just mm-hmm. like look like we're not gonna print anything now but we're gonna keep investigating um and just a warning like if we got this info uh that means that someone else probably did and i had paused the thing to take notes and i was like I think this means we're going to smash cut to the Crying Brian Dern show. You mean the Crying Brian Dern show. And then we smash cut to the Crying Brian Dern show. It's great. I love it. It's so good. It's such a good transition. It, it is. I feel like that's how they always transition to Brian Dern, and it's great. Yeah. Um, well, because, like, I don't know. Yeah, it works. It works well. Yeah. Also, uh, the, oh, Tom, uh, uh, Bart Rathbone is on. Yeah, Bart Rathbone's on. Sorry, before before we move on from, from RBG and Edgebiter, I just want to... I think I'm not going to spell it out because we try to be somewhat cryptic. I don't know. Um, but uh, just take a moment and think about what the acronym RBG is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. It's not super subtle. Um, see if you can figure it out. Aram. (laughs) Right. It is. (laughs) Man, that's not even original. Gosh. (laughs) I Uh. thought that that bit was like original to Novacom, but no, they did it before. (laughs) Uh. Um, anyways, so. (laughs) You must suffer. So then, uh, yeah. So then we're jumping back to, uh to this whole thing with 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 Dern and Bart they're just going back and forth and kind of ramping each other up and Bart's doing his thing where like he doesn't really say anything and Brian Dern's just you know feeding the whole whole fire cuz that's what he does well we get um, this whole back and forth where Bart is talking and he says something and then Glossman says the same no, thing Dern Oh Dern. I'm sorry Dern so, says the same yeah, thing you, you you wanna you wanna do this bit real quick? I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, yes. I'll be I'll I'll be Brian Dern. Okay. What do you think about all this? What do I think? What do I think? I think it's terrible. That's what I think. What do I think? <laughs> <laughs> and like that's kind of the mood of yeah. the entire thing. Is like in typical fashion, Bart is not saying anything, and also um. I mean, also, if this isn't proof positive that Riley shouldn't serve as mayor, or mayor, then, then I'm a monkey's uncle. Again, well said. Especially the monkey part. Yep. 
I love I love that Brian Dern does not like Bart Rathbone, <laughs> but they work together all the time because right. they have because, to. Right, well because they're they're very they're very similar people. Like they, they have, only serve to benefit from this relationship, even exactly. though they both don't like each other. It's like right. Dern absolutely thinks that Bart is an idiot, yeah. but he also knows that Bart will say what like whatever he wants him to say and that it's good TV. Yeah. And so he's just like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like let's let's get Bart on again. Yeah. That'll be that'll be good. I'm just waiting for him to get a full-time job there and like for him to be their uh, their color commentary person. I mean, yeah, it's definitely Couldn't you imagine Bart Rathbone or Bart Rathbun outside of like a tornado just being like, "Oh yeah, it's super windy here." And then he gets hit by a flying sign or something. I mean, it's the Midwest. There have been tornado episodes. That might have happened. And if not, uh, feel free to uh, to message us and ask permission for that idea. Um, yeah. Adventures in Odyssey, and we will uh, we will make it happen. Yeah. In exchange um, for the Blackard books, you can have my idea. Yeah. Yeah. Give, give us free Blackard books. Maybe then we'll talk about them, Phil Waller. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a this is a situation that stands to benefit both of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Similar to having Bart on the Brian Derm show. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so then... If this uh, podcast ever becomes that, somebody needs to shut us down. <laughs> Please. We just start having guests on who are horrible... But they get listens. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, you think Alex Jones has any Adventures in Odyssey takes? Uh, I'll reach out. Yeah. Um, and so so we then jump to... But, like, what uh, if he does? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> okay, uh, and then we jump to... What, what were you saying, Dylan? Um, so so uh, Penny uh, comes into Tom's office and mm-hmm. is like, Hey, Tom, it's pretty late. And he's like... Well, yeah, I, you know, I'm sorry about that. You can go home. And she's like, oh, I wasn't talking for myself. I'm worried about you, Tom. Um, and he's like, ah, shucks. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep staying here, um, but, but you go home. Mm-hmm. And so he, um, he just sits there for a moment and, and just, you know, kind of mumbles a prayer just for mm-hmm. clarity in this situation, um, for knowing how to. Yeah. Yeah. God, what, you've got what a plan for all this, but yep. if please, you don't want me to see it. Please let me see it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that you work in mysterious ways, but just like, could you clue me in? Because I'm, I'm feeling, yeah, yeah. this this that, is tough. That's a mood. I mean, that is oh, a absolutely. big mood. I've, I've prayed that prayer many times in my life. <laughs> yeah. Just being like, uh. <laughs> absolutely. Mr. G-Man. Um, and, uh, and then, uh. And then right as he as he prays that, there's a knock at the door, mm-hmm. and he opens it. Well, and he's like, uh, Penny, I told you you could go home. And then the door opens, and it's Maxwell. And Richard we cut Maxwell. to commercial. Yep. Except for <laughs> um, we listen to the OA Club, so we don't get commercials. Maxwell's <laughs> back, though. Yeah, he Yay. is back. Look at that. I'm glad. Ugh. I am, too. We haven't, we haven't seen him since, well... We, we saw him in the Windy City, and then we saw him in the episode where he comes back to Odyssey and apologizes to people. Um, 
but we haven't seen him since then. I'm really hoping that because I don't I don't really remember a lot of this. I'm really hoping that his character arc continues to be really good and like ends well. Yeah, like I, be, I be really nice because yeah, we have. I we get have some hardcore clearly... like Zuko vibes from this guy, which Dylan doesn't get. But if anybody in the Wadfam Chalk Squad uh, is a fan of the uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender show, yeah. I've only seen the movie. Um, yeah, and, and I so... hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so yeah, there, there is there is a good arc going on with Maxwell. I, I think he continues in this episode mm-hmm. very much, very very similarly to Windy City, where it's like he's in this still for like revenge and for like his own interest more than like a like sense of duty and justice. Yeah. Um, he's just like, well, uh, I don't have a meaning in life otherwise. So like, let me just continue to try and screw over the guy who screwed me. Um, yeah. And so, and I, I like that for him. It's a good like medium step where he can be on our team, but he's not like, but yeah, his redemption arc is not completed. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's he is, yeah, he's such a he's such a well written character, and they do a really good thing with the show of giving giving enough time between when we first meet him to now. Mm-hmm. Like, so the the, the progress they, that he makes is logical, right? Because if they tried to rush it, like even only covering the Blackard Chronicles, we feel that distance. Mm-hmm. And there was even more time in there because we're skipping over literal hundreds of episodes. Yeah, but like it, it's so it's so important because as we talked about when Maxwell showed up initially. We really dislike him. Yeah. Like, he is so slimy and greasy and smarmy, and mm-hmm. he is horrible to Lucy, and that whole relationship is just gross. Yeah. And so for it then to... But, you know, he, towards the end of that, is like, all right, like, I'm going to push back, you know, push back against this. Um, and then I, uh, and then he goes to jail, um, and then he gets out of jail and like for his own interests, takes down Blackard in Mm -hmm. a small way. And then he comes back to Odyssey and like goes around to apologize to everyone. And then he wants to, and, and when Tom's like, no, like I'm not okay with that. He leaves town. Mm-hmm. Um, and continues to watch from a distance and only now is is back. Yeah, and, and that's so a, that... I mean that's a perfect segue to to what this conversation is, which is basically Tom hasn't really forgiven Maxwell or thought that he is a could potentially be a anything less than completely nefarious person at this point. And yep. Maxwell's kind of being like, Well, things are happening and I've been watching and you need to be careful, basically. Right. And and Tom's like, you know, well, yeah, you know, I should have known better. Like, whenever things are going bad in Odyssey, you're never too far behind. And that's, 
really deeply unfortunate because you know that yeah. Maxwell's trying to do a good job, but he but he takes it pretty well. He takes it on the shoulder. He does. The the thing that the show does a really good job of showing this episode is that Tom is at fault, not mm-hmm. Maxwell in yep. this scenario. Like Maxwell is coming back. He's doing what he needs to do and he's not being pushy about it. Yeah. He's not getting angry at Tom for not forgiving him. He's like, yeah, you're right. This is what I deserve, but I'm still trying to do a good thing here. And Tom, as a devote Christian who like, if anyone is going to like, if anyone should be open to forgiveness, it is him is still just not having it. Yeah. And you sympathize and understand Tom. Like, this dude burned down his barn. That is not a thing you take lightly. Like, like I totally, I totally get where Tom is, where Tom's heart is hardened and he doesn't feel like forgiving. Mm. Um, but it's still what he is called to do. Um, and so it's just like, yeah, I like it any time our characters in Odyssey are shown as being human and fallible. Yeah, exactly. Um, because I'm it's really important. Given growth from right. that, you know. Absolutely. And so, yeah, this is, it's a good scene. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, Maxwell is just kind of, you know, lays it out that he's been, you know, watching things from a distance. He thinks there's something bigger at play. He's not ready to say who's involved and tom's just like get out of here man like i Mm. never like i do not want to see you yeah um and is this when we go to the uh the the hotel room yeah this is when we go to lay hotel odyssey is that what it's called yep multiple times in this episode lay hotel odyssey wow that is some trickle lake forest mountain type crap there. I just I realize hotel is an originally French word. But calling it Le Hotel Odyssey, but also nobody puts any inflection on it. They're just like it's Le Hotel Odyssey. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Why isn't it just the Odyssey Hotel? Yep. I Hotel uh, of Odyssey. Like, I don't have Odyssey, answers. Just the Hotel questions. Odyssey. Like, what? Le Hotel Odyssey. <laughs> Le Hotel Odyssey. Also, hotel doesn't look like a real word when you stare at it for long. Yeah, no, that, that checks out. <laughs> I'm just looking at it and I'm like, that can't be a real word. Anyways. Sure yes, we're sure it is. <laughs> point is not a good one um and so glossman's talking on the phone with an unnamed man about things falling into place yep and you know we never hear the voice of this other person um which is a good call on odyssey's part because too many times do they let us hear the voice of the person and then pretend like we don't know who that is. Yeah. So throughout this episode, there are calls where we only hear one half of it. A one-sided telephone call? 
Um, and then the uh, and then the caller like compliments Glossman, or like we we hear him responding like, "Oh, well, thank you." And I must say, and then it just click. Yep. Yep. It's like basically when he's like business is over and Glossman's trying to kind of suck up to him. He's just like, nope. Yeah. And then uh, and then a knock at the door. Room Pers- service, Mr. Glossman. Glossman opens it and it's uh, it's Ben Shepard. I mean, jellyfish. Yep. Um, <laughs> he's like, you, you, you fell for the for the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. They even give him the whole. I didn't order room service. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. He does get the. <laughs> Uh, he does get that moment. Um, and yeah. so Jellyfish just goes to recap uh, the last couple episodes um, yep. that the Israelites were thwarting the bones, um, uh, that they were tied to wit's end, that Jack had been running them, but now Jason has taken over. And Jason's um, an idiot. They've already let the state right. officials into wit's end. Yeah. The... Um, the... That, and also revealed that Jack is no longer working at Wit's End, which we knew, but that he is also still living at Wit's house, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess we didn't 100% know. Um, and Glossman's just so excited because of how easy Jason is to manipulate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then he's like, he, he makes the comment about like, yeah, and he already led us into the tunnel. And it made me think about something that we didn't talk about last, last episode, but is really interesting is what was the like clearly at this point we get glossman and jellyfish are both working for this person who is trying to take over odyssey yes and that the tunnel is a crucial part of this plan but there was no hinting of like someone suggesting to jason that he should open the tunnel like he took that upon himself and got the city inspector in, and then the city inspector was like, look, we have to escalate this to the state, and that's the point at which Glossman got in. So, like, what was Glossman's involvement going to be if Jason didn't decide to renovate the tunnel? Uh, probably do the same thing they did with the edge biter thing and plant evidence and... So Jason just, like, accidentally into Glossman's plan already? Yeah, that's my guess. That is insane. Yep. Thank goodness he's uh, in charge of our country's secrets. (laughs) And, yeah. And so Glossman tells Jellyfish that he needs the bones to get signatures for Riley's recall, which I think is hilarious yeah that is a powerful (laughs) mental image of rodney rathbone showing up at your door and being like do you have a moment for me to talk to you about yada 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 yeah and like does nobody else in the town know that like the like does the city council not know that rodney was the one who like went around getting the petition signed and has that not raised any red flags like it's a small town (laughs) yeah i just thought about that now that's his son they sound the same. How? Why? Oh, no. you're saying because because it's Bart's son? Yeah. Yeah. The son of his defeated rival is going around collecting petitions to recall Tom. Yeah. It is it is kind of insane. Like it's it just it feels like a weird thing of just like, well, we need to give the bones something to do. Well, so basically what they 
my presumption is they probably only have to get a handful of legitimate signatures and then they just forge the rest. Right, yes, that is that is very much the way... The, I mean, Glossman essentially explicitly states that. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then he's like, all right, uh, get out of here. Don't be seen by anyone. See ya. And then calls back this unknown voice, the same person he had talked to earlier. And Glossman <laughs> is so giddy when he makes yeah. this call. You're I not going to believe this. He's it's such it's such a good performance. I, I need to not say that every episode, but, but you could really love it. Yeah. Just keep saying it until McCusker agrees to be on the show. Yeah. yeah. Then you can show I... us your pay stubs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a prerequisite to come on the show, but it would be one heck of a bonus. <laughs> pay stubs. Bonus. Jokes. And so then Jellyfish immediately walks out of the room and runs into Maxwell. Yep. And Maxwell's like, wait, what are you doing here, jellyfish? Um, and so we, we reveal that, and he's like, oh, I'm here on businesses. We find out that um, that the two of them met in prison. Yep, um, at the, the detention County center, right? Correction center. Oh, they, correction. they change it this time. Okay. Um, and that uh, he, Maxwell got out six months after jellyfish. On good um, behavior. On good behavior. And that weirdly, after jellyfish left, he stopped getting in trouble, almost as though Jellyfish was setting him up. Yep. Um, and uh, and that's that's where that scene ends. Yeah. And the next scene is craziness. Yeah. At two in the morning, Bart busts in on Rodney, having a makeout dream with some unfortunate lady named Ginger. Yes. Just another kiss, Ginger. Yep. And and Bart shakes him awake. Yep. And, and goes, how could you sleep at a time like this? And Roddy's like, two in the morning? That's when I'm normally sleeping. <laughs> Even I on just... quarantine time, I'm pretty much asleep by two when I can help it. Yeah. Yeah. It's quarantine, Andrew. Come on. Uh, ah. Um, and so... Yeah, uh, Bart's like, look, you gotta go get the signatures, and Rodney's like, oh, that's why you woke me up? He's like, no, the real reason I woke you up is because he is coming. And Rodney's like, he's coming? Him? And he's like, he's doing this weird thing between, like, he seems scared when they mention he's coming, Mm -hmm. but then they sound very excited when they're what it's like the time has come well because they're exposing what their re- their emotions are for the audience because the whole thing is that like he's like he's coming oh no we're in trouble like we weren't doing our job and then bart's like no no you are doing your job and now it's time yeah and that, like, that's that's <laughs> yeah they get very excited about it being time yep um, and I think it also it's a good like harken back to the um, to the opening of the ele- or the construction of the Electric Palace. Yeah. Um, maybe the weakest episode of the Blackguard Chronicles, wherein Bart is like freaking out about like all of this has to get done because like 
the big man is saying, like, we got to do this. Like, we're on a very tight schedule, and the pressure is here, and I'm kind of terrified of this person. Um, and then I, I guess the implication is that this has been the same person. Um, and we've seen it a couple other times with Barton Rat and Rodney. Like, when Jellyfish is sent in, and they're like, yeah, the big man's, like, you know, doesn't think you're up to snuff. So he's sending in a, a person. Um, but it's just this whole... This whole thing of, like, building the... Like, this guy is being built up a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, in a cool uh, way. I'm, um, I, it builds really well. And and so then, what, we go to the whole city council bit, right? No, so there's actually... The next scene is Maxwell at Jack's house. Oh, yes. Or, Wit, rather, Wit's house, but Jack yeah. is there. Yeah. And he's just like hi and jack's like hello and he's like i'm richard maxwell and jack's like okay and he's like oh i'm not used to people around here not reacting when i say my name yeah um, but he's like i'm i'm here because like i heard you and wit have a lot in common and jack's like yeah maybe like how how so and he's like well like wit would always give people a chance mm-hmm. um, and i'm hoping you'll do the same for me and Jack's like, all right, come on in. Like, what's what's going on? And so he's like, all right, everything that's ha- been happening around Odyssey is connected. I think I know who is in charge of this. Um, and I and Tom's and, and Jack's like, well, just go to the authorities. And Tom's like, or and Max was like, I went all the way to the top. Like, I went to Tom, and he wouldn't listen to me because of this really long story, and we're mm-hmm. we're on bad terms. And Jack's like all right, like, let's go. We're going to go to Tom's. I'll drive. You come along. You're going to explain everything to me. Yep. Um, and we're going to go talk to Tom about this. Which is so good. Yeah. Ugh. I love Jack. Jack is the best. He's great when he's not being cryptic. Yep. Um, cryptic. And so, uh, and so um, we, we then cut to the office wherein um, Tom and Dale are talking on the phone. Yeah. And Tom's explaining that he's not going to resign, that he doesn't know anything. Yeah. And that this whole like petition for the recall is really stressing him out that he is just like that his yeah. job's already hard. And this is just making things worse. Um, yeah. And then Jack shows up um, and mm-hmm. comes on in and uh, then is shortly followed by Maxwell yeah um and tom is not having it um Mm. and then uh and then jack's like well look like you know and tom's like you don't know what he did and i'm like jack's like he told me everything like you need to listen to this guy he is here to help um and tom is just being like connie levels of rude towards maxwell it's so annoying he is, he is not, not, not having, it. having it. Um, stubborn old man is stubborn. Yeah. Crazy how that works. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, they're just, there's this back and forth and Maxwell's like, look, like jellyfish is, I think he's running, he's doing like all the vandalism. He specializes in vandalism and I think he is working with Glossman because I saw them, but like I, 
I bumped into him at the hotel where Glossman is staying, mm-hmm. um, which I think is interesting. So it's like, so because of the order of events here, Maxwell went to Tom, said, hey, I think there's something more going on here. Tom said, no. Then Maxwell went and accidentally found out way more information. Yep. And now is coming back and saying it essentially as though this is what he knew from the beginning. Yeah. Like, it's like Maxwell essentially had nothing to go on before, but now he's got, now he's got a little bit more. Well, if Um, he knew that Glossman was involved... Yeah. Then he could definitely have some some reasonable no, suspicion. A- a- absolutely. But I think it's just, yeah, it's just funny, the, the sequencing of events. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, we, we have uh, the reveal that, uh, that he's like, I, I think all of this is, uh, is the work of, uh, of Blackard. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, but like the episode doesn't really dun dun dun. No. And it also doesn't cut to commercial break, and I am just amazed by the restraint. Yeah. Because this whole Do you think episode, they forgot? Like the whole Rodney and Barton <laughs> sequence, they're just saying, like, he? Yeah. Him? The man? And like. RBG? Like. Ev- yep. RBG. <laughs> um, and everyone is being. Very, very careful to not, like, say who he is, not just in this episode, but in, like, all the previous ones as well. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's, yeah, it's it's funny how, like, the show just kind of then says it, which yeah. I really appreciate, but is very, like, not the pattern we've seen with Odyssey over no, the it's, past. No, it's strangely anticlimactic, and, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and so Tom's like, "Well, you only know that because you're working for him." Yeah, and I'm just like, Ugh, "Tom, just like get past dummy. yourself a little bit here and think about what you're saying." Yeah. Um. Yeah. He he explains that he had been tracking Blackard up till Chicago, but then has kind of lost track of him. Um, mm. which makes sense because that was the time where Blackard was in Europe and then mm. he died. Um, and, and then, uh, yeah. And so he's, he's not been able to keep up, but you know, kind of all roads are pointing that direction right now. Yeah. Um, and Tom's like, you know what? If you want to help Maxwell, just get out of here, mm-hmm. leave town. And Maxwell's like, all right, I'll think about it and walks out. Um, Oof. and then, uh, yeah, Oof. not, yeah, I feel, Tom. feel real bad for him. Tom, why are yeah. you doing him like that? It's, it's tough, especially once Tom has essentially already kicked Maxwell out of town before. Yeah. Doing it a second time. And, and, and Jack's immediately like, dude, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Um, and then, uh, and then Councilman Hank shows up. Gotta love him. And, uh, he explains that the recall petition had got the necessary signatures that they voted. The council went, came together and voted three times. Um, and each time the votes landed four votes to three in favor of a recall. 
Eee. Yep. And Tom's like, okay, bring it on. Like, this gives me my chance to clear my name and get rid of all of this nonsense. Like, like let's do this. Um, yeah. And that's where the episode that's, ends. That's where the episode ends. Yee. Yeah. I take back what I said. This episode's actually fairly dense. Yeah, it is dense. It's pretty good. I am a little bit um, on the uh, on on ye old AIO wiki. This episode has a ninety five percent, which you know might be fair, but also the last episode had a ninety five percent, and I think the last episode is way better. better. Yeah, like this one is is good. It's necessary. I don't really have complaints about it. But the next episode, or the last episode, was, like, transcendent. Yeah, the last episode was amazing. So. It was one of the best episodes we've covered. Yeah. So if you've got a uh, if you've got an account on the AIO wiki, go uh, go cast a vote and bring up that uh, bring up the average. If if you feel that, you know, vote your heart. I'm not I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. I'm not yeah I'm not trying, not trying to put to my thumb on the scales our... here. I'm just <laughs> saying like if you haven't, maybe <laughs> maybe go do that. Think about it. Maybe pray yeah. about it. But what are yeah, your final thoughts, um, Dylan? Oh, that's so weird. So, sorry. Cir- circling back to the uh, to our discussion of uh, of Lay Hotel Odyssey. Yeah. Because I I, I just looked at uh, the wiki page for it because I realized there was one. There what? are uh, six or so um, places to stay in Odyssey. There's the Skyline Motel. Okay. There's the Simple Six. Oh. Um, there is the Connellsville Inn. There okay. is Le Hotel Odyssey. Yes. There is the Odyssey Hotel. Oh. And there is the Odyssey Motel. Oh. And I guess the Connellsville Inn would be in Connellsville, but still. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I like the Simple Six. Yeah. Yeah, Simple Six is very good. The perfect um, ten. The perfect ten. <laughs> did, yes. did you ever listen to that song? The what now? The perfect no, ten. I... It was like a hide them in your heart song about the Ten Commandments. God gave them to us way back when. <laughs> Tweet at Andrew if you know what this is about. Because I don't. But you know what? Oh, man. No. it's a, That's a classic right there. Yeah. That's a certified hood classic. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, that is... Uh, and that will anyways, be the last time I ever sing on this podcast. <laughs> there, there's your... Uh, there, oh, but what if we cover the Eugene Sings album? Oh, that'll have to, I feel. <laughs> or uh, or the, uh, the American Idol episodes. Will I have to sing for those? I mean, they're singing in those episodes. That's fair, but they're not really singing in this one, but I did. I mean, that's fair. Um, I'm just, I don't know, trying to come up with scenarios in which you'd have to sing. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, it's, yeah, like, I, we, we kind of already stated our, our bit here, but it, it's a good episode. It's a solid episode. It moves the plot mm-hmm. in a good direction. It's not doing anything too crazy. I don't think it's like a standout episode, but yeah. no complaints. Well, not a lot is brought in that's new, and yeah. not a lot is concluded that's old. Yeah. The only yeah, new that... thing is Maxwell right. becoming and, involved. 
in the reveal that we think maybe Blackguard is yeah is involved. But yeah, uh, so that's that's where we're uh, that's where we're at episode wise. Um, so we do not have any new reviews this week. Um, if you uh, if you leave us a review, we always appreciate that, and uh, we'll 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 read it on the on the pod as long as it is mostly positive yeah um or at least if it's five stars if it's a negative review but it's five stars i think we'll still read it yeah oh um, yeah i'm curious and about that. uh <laughs> and uh if it's uh if it's not if it's not if you're not in the u.s and canada and you're leaving that review or if you're leaving the review on a podcast platform other than itunes just tweet at us send us an email something like that and uh, and we'll track it down so that we can can read it and give you that that mm-hmm. recognition um, because we really yeah we really do appreciate you guys doing that sort of thing for us it's pretty freaking cool mm-hmm. um, and yeah also just tweets and and emails and likes on Instagram you know all all of the stuff we we love hearing um, yeah, we love hearing from you guys. It's really a great encouragement for us. At least on my end, gives me the energy to to feel like this is something that is worth my time. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that. All right, Andrew, anything anything you have to to plug or add here at the uh, here at the end? Uh, no. Uh, other than uh, it's worth clarifying that my Twitter handle is actually Andrew underscore Asabo. Um. <laughs> What does that mean, Andrew? That means that I was very wrong last week, and Dylan was very right, and I am uh, going to have to eat my shorts or something like that. All right. Chalk squad, the, sky to, the, the, the Chalk Squad can come up with a punishment for my ignorance. <laughs> I should not be Vlog so Brothers style? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know what? You know what's something that, uh, that I want to that I wanna do here that I totally forgot to do in the past? Um, hmm. earlier this month, kind of at the beginning of the month, we put out a, uh, a survey in our description of, uh, asking our listeners, you guys, the Chalk Squad, uh, who to vote on who your favorite wit is. Um, and I would like to report back that 83% of you voted for Paul Herlinger, um, which meant a lot to me. Um, whereas, uh, 17% of you voted for Hal Smith. Which, if you've been following the percentages, means that nobody voted for Andre Stotka. And I feel bad for him, but it's fair. Yeah, I mean, he's going up against two heavyweight champions yeah, of the I Odyssey universe. Agreed, and I also feel like... He's gotten the, worse writing? Yes, that that is exactly what I was going to say. Is From the little bit of new Odyssey that I have been like that I have listened to since his introduction. I think the writing for wit is not as strong as it is in the, well, especially in the house Smith years, but also in the Paul Herlinger years. Well, like, he, he also sounds so much different comparatively. Like yeah, Paul Herring, Herlinger and uh, what Alan Young. Nope. No, house Smith, Smith can be Alan pre- Young is Jack Allen. <laughs> My bad. But Hey, um, I mean, he's basically wit. Yeah. Um, it's it works out pretty well like they 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 definitely sound different but yeah they sound close enough whereas andre stoika is like a whole nother animal yeah 
Yeah, that's that's true. Although uh, Al Smith, Andre Stoika, both voiced Owl in Winnie the Pooh. Wait, Andre so Stoika voiced Owl? Yeah, yeah. That's the, he was he replaced Hal Smith as Owl. What? Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. So they were not. He was not a whole different animal. Was the joke I was trying to get to there? Wow, that was that was a joke that was one funny and two very informative. <laughs> oh, this is why you're in charge of the uh, casting credits. Yeah, I do. I do sink some time into that. <laughs> well, we've, uh, we've been in a nice stretch of Blackard where I haven't had to. But uh, when we were doing like Twilight Zone, I was yeah, I was investing heavily <laughs> um, and even even like connie and mitch stuff because there were so many new people during that era but yeah we have found some great things through researching <laughs> for this show <sighs> oh but that being said uh i mean i don't think i have anything else to add no to you. no uh, that that kind of winds things down for me i am plugless yet again um but but yeah Oh, I think I technically have a plug, right? Have I plugged the second episode I made? You of? did last week. My Scrub soundtrack? Yeah. I did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But, But, yeah. You can still go listen to Andrew's Andrew's podcast about music in the Scrubs TV show. Um, and, uh, yeah. I'll, I don't know. I'll eventually have something to plug. Just uh, continue to stay safe and, you know, do do your duty and not go... Not go crazy and throw throw a bunch of house parties. Just be be responsible. Uh, be responsible, chalk squatters out there, and uh, yeah, just don't yeah. hurt people. Yeah, represent the chalk squad well. Don't Absolutely. hurt people. Don't cough on them. Just yeah, just uh, just be the chalk squad we know you can be. You know. Yeah. Um, and with all that said, uh, we will see you next week for. Episode 329, The Return. Dun-dun-dun! Goodbye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadfamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadfamChalkPod at gmail.com. Hard Losses was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Osebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the WadfamChalkPod.